met homies, and we did our first podcast here today with Kelly, the owner. Um, got so much of her story about how this place came to be, um, the generational stories of Manhattan Beach. She grew up here. Um, loved talking to her about old Manhattan Beach, coming to modern day Manhattan Beach, and this space. Um, come see it if you haven't. It's amazing. Um, it's homey. Um, <laughs> talked about raising kids. We talked about uh, when struggles happen early in a business. We talked about doubting yourself, um, pushing through that. Uh, so much initiative. She just she's a woman with a huge amount of initiative and purpose and drive. And um, she used to be an oncology nurse, a pediatric oncology nurse. I mean. The stories that people have that you don't even know are there until you ask, that's what I'm so fascinated with. That's where the generational learning comes in. She's raising a 17-year-old son. I have an almost 17-year-old son. There's just so many things that we connected on. And um, she was a joy to talk to. Um, we want to do it again and cover, I don't know, you're just too, it, it's so strange. Like you don't even know you have things in common with people until you ask. And um, yeah, we could have sat and talked all day. So, um, if you haven't checked out Homies, come in. Uh, the food's great. The atmosphere is amazing. Um, beer and wine, best cappuccinos. It's, it's fabulous. And you can shop too. It's just the cutest sourcing of like just stuff you want in your home, hoodies, everything. So, um, yeah, come in, check out Homies, and uh, what a great spot. So, where I start, I walked by a restaurant. like. I want to say three months ago, because I was asking the guy at the front, when did you open? Yeah. He said about six months ago. And about three months ago, I walked by and I was like, what's that? Yeah. That's so cute. Oh my gosh, I want, to, I want to try that. Well, like two days later, I hired Abe. Uh-huh. And we were sitting in my kitchen talking and kind of hashing things out. I'm like, let's go get some lunch. I'm like, oh, I know where we're going. So we walked down here. Okay. We have lunch. I'm like, this place is awesome. I go, I just walked by it and I just had this feeling like I wanted to go there. Uh -huh. And I don't even eat out that much. Okay. And um, so I bring him in and he's like, oh yeah, this is the best. Like, when we leave and he feels so good. I feel good when I eat there. Like, I don't, I feel healthy and food is amazing. And so he just keeps, yeah. you know. So then he starts coming yeah. back every day, right? Yeah. And, um, and I go, I know, I just have this feeling about that place. It's kind of how I live my life. Like, I'm really learning to trust my intuition. So I keep my eyes open. Uh -huh. and I'm like, oh, there's, and I feel like there's a story in everything. Uh -huh. And I'm a storyteller. So what I've learned is I'm really after generational learning. Like, how we tell our stories, the things that scare us, the things that inspire us, and how we impart that to, like, generations below us because there's so much to learn, right? And yeah, you learn through experience. Some things you do need to experience on your own. Yeah. But I feel like the more we tell our stories, you know, we can kind of hash out some of the yucky yeah. stuff or help people not make the same mistakes we made or, yeah. you know, feel inspired by our bravery yeah. or, you know, all of those things. So... Like I said, I feel yeah. like I was just pulled in here, and I would love to know your story. Well, that uh, that means a lot to me just in and of itself because um, this was well, we'll we can go on, we'll go back to the beginning, I guess, because yeah. it's a weird, it's a kind of a strange way that I got to actually do this. Um, I grew up just a couple blocks away from here. Uh, my mom still lives in the house I grew up on on the 13th of Manhattan Avenue. Of course. 
and um, might have been 14, and I lied about my age and went down to this brand new little delicatessen and got a job. Love it. So <laughs> the delicatessen was called Talia's, and it is where Fishing with Dynamite is right okay. now. So I grew up literally a block and a half from there. So I lied and said I was older than I was, and I got hired to deliver sandwiches. Got a little bike, beach cruiser, put the sandwiches in the basket, and delivered them to anybody who had called in an order that day. And it was downtown merchants who would order from the deli, not to get a lunch break, so they would need their sandwich delivered. So that was like my first job. And I was like, oh, this is so cute, this little restaurant deli thing. About a year later, it burned down. And I lost my job, and I went on to obviously do other things. And then when the owner rebuilt it, he opened it as a restaurant. Marching back down there again and said, I want to work for you again. So he hired me as a hostess. I became a waitress. I then moved in to be a manager. I kept this job for years and years and years. And through finished high school, into junior high, I mean, excuse me, into um, uh, the JC College here in the local El Camino College. And I was working with a couple of waitresses one night and they were studying. Um, they were, we used to bring our books to school. I mean, to work with us, so it was okay. slow, you could study. Uh -huh. And they were studying nursing, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, uh -huh. anatomy textbooks and whatnot. Yeah. So, without any further thought than that, I decided to be a nurse. Like, no other compelling thought came to me <laughs> other than their textbooks look more interesting than mine. Okay. And what so, were you studying at the time? Like, what, when you say more interesting than mine, what? maybe something like English. I wouldn't okay. even know. I okay. again I was yeah, at like so a like, junior college level and I was so I was unfocused. Told, right? I was yeah. it was really I was raised by a single mom. My sister my older sister had moved away. I didn't have a lot of direction. Um Sounds I forget like a lot of initiative. I had <laughs> I'll say yeah. that, but I didn't have a focus. I just okay. knew that I should continue with education but I just didn't have my place yet. Okay. So Started at the the nursing program. At, Which they have a great they, had a, they have a great nursing program. Yeah. Um, but and then at that point, um, I moved out. I was uh, living with with roommates. Needed a little more income. Left the restaurant. Went in to work. At, I think I was working at a grocery store. To be honest with you, and just for for uh, full time with benefits and whatnot. So now I'm about 18, 19 years old. Um, Studying nursing, but only trying to get the prerequisites. Okay. And so that was just taking a little bit longer than I thought because I worked full time. Yeah. Um, finally finished that, applied to Cal State Long Beach, and okay. got into their nursing program. Okay. Uh, the first new Italians was opening a new restaurant, which is currently still in town, called Manjavo. Oh, sure. Okay. So uh, I went back to work for them again. Okay. And that, and at that point, I was in nursing school full time during the day, and I would work as a waitress at night. Okay. So I'm back in the restaurant business again and again. From that job, um, I was asked to do a favor between the, the business owners uh, of Manjamo and a small pub called Urkeley. Okay. Okay. So, so most everybody knows Urkeley. Okay. Yeah. okay. So. Um, the man who owned Hercules was uh, older, and he had um, he was having heart surgery. 
and he needed somebody to do his accounting during the day. Now, Irks is a cash business, and it's um, it's an old school style, old school cash register. Um, just there's some room for he used to do all of his own books. Let's okay. just put it that way. And so there's a little bit of squiggle room for yeah. error or possible theft or whatnot. Sure. Now he and he knew me, and so he said, "Would you do me a favor while I'm in the hospital? Will you?" Um, so he trusted you. Will you uh, help him do some accounting for me? And I was like, sure, I'll do that. Um, that morphed into, yet again, another restaurant job. So um, to help out, I was doing that part, and then I was also uh, bartending there. There had never been a girl bartender in there. That is a man's domain in there. So uh, that became a pretty funny job. Um, I was a bartender in I'm there sure with all. Oh, with, it was great. I loved them. Yeah. They loved me. It's multi generational in there. You can see grandparents, parents, and kids. Sure. Everybody can make yeah. it in there. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're over 21, and there right. were many families here in town. So, um, working at Majamo, working at Hercules, finished nursing school, and decided I don't necessarily know if I want to be a nurse now. Because of this, again, this draw to the restaurant business. Okay. But a few years go by, and I, I was like, okay, it's time to get serious. Yeah. Why not? Um, so you had that pull, and that's stability, yeah, right? You're yeah. like, okay, if I, yeah. if I went to school for yeah. it, yeah, it's yeah, time to life. do it. It's time to do yeah. it. Yeah. Like so I, did, I started being a nurse, um, left the restaurant business, um, ended up uh, with a nurse for 29 years, um, 19 of them at Children's Hospital in Los Angeles. I've been there. Oh, I took my son there for he had an MRI there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. Brain MRI. Oh, well, yeah. Well, oh, that's interesting. I am a brain tumor specialist, oh, uh, clinical nurse specialist in brain tumors, pediatric exclusively. Oh. Um, I, I hope his MRI was fine. Yeah, it okay, actually good. was. He's okay. on the autism spectrum. Okay. So they do, you know, yeah. not a yeah. lot of, most of the time stuff, it doesn't yeah. really show up on an MRI, yeah. but, you know, you don't leave any stones. Uh -huh. so. Okay. So um, I had, uh, I started out, I got, was able to get a job there, uh, I really wanted to work there. I'd been a nurse for about 10 years and I really wanted to it's, work there. It's a so, magical place. Oh, I mean, if you, I, you don't want to yeah. be there, but like, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. So I took a, um, I took a position on nights in the oncology unit of an area that most, most gals who go into pediatrics aren't drawn to. Right. They're like, wait, I want to take care of kids, but I don't want to take care of kids with cancer. That's not, you know, it's too hard. Yeah. But I was fine with it, so, um, and it immediately stuck like glue. I, it was, it, they're the most amazing patients. Yeah. The most. So 19 years I stayed uh, doing that. I became a clinical nurse specialist in that area, and uh, we worked predominantly towards the end of my career. The last uh, eight years of my career, I worked in research. We looked at phase one drugs. Uh, for children who had run out of options with standard therapy okay. um, for brain, for brain. So they had relapsed or the therapy had failed, and so we were looking at new alternative drugs. Um, in, in pediatric research, things are watched uh, very, very, very closely. So the studies are very tedious, and you must be um, completely dedicated to it. So I, I enjoyed it, I specialized in it. And then um, uh, it, it, I offered retirement, decided to take it. I've been there a long time. I was getting tired, and yeah. um, I retired in January, and I lasted about six weeks <laughs> in retirement. I got bored, 
six yeah. weeks. Yeah, well, what do you do about like, that? Right? I'm, I'm 56 yeah. years old, I'm bored. Yeah. I don't know, you know, yeah. like, I, I, I shouldn't be retired. <laughs> and this, this crazy restaurant thing popped came back, back came right back, yep, popped in my head. I had been toying with it for a couple years. I had, I would see little places and yeah. I would say, I like that place, or Ooh, I'd love to run a restaurant like that, or I'd see an empty empty location. Uh -huh. I think would it be fun to own a cool restaurant in that place? Didn't do anything about it until this place became available. It was this place that the location is fantastic. It is fantastic. It's one of the oldest places that I remember. This building in that's uh, morphed a little bit, but is has a great history to it. So, so the history to this building is is really fun. Um, this used to be an auto garage, so an actual service garage. So these these cement floors are the original floors. Wow! Uh, all that you can see the grease on them, uh -huh. and, and there's a some patching in the back there where you actually would have been like the guy down in the pit where you're working, sure, you know, yeah. up and under a car. Those are still exist there. They've been all patched. I have all those beautiful stuff back there. <laughs> where all those cards are yeah. used to be oil. No. Um, so this whole building was all these auto bays, and then across the street over there was an auto parts store. And this was um, at a it's time so when in Manhattan Beach, okay, Manhattan there would have been your shoe store, your hardware store, your mm -hmm. auto store, your grocery store, your candy store, your yeah. card store. Um, you name it. Every single thing you needed and was here in town. Every store was one thing. Was Think one about thing. That. Exactly. Like, that's my point. So now, there was children's clothes, right. and then there was teen clothes, and, and then see, there was I adult clothes. I still remember that, because yeah. I, well, I didn't grow up down here, but, like, that was my, so much my childhood, yes. and, like, Northern California, small town. Small town. Like, you had a shoe, children's shoe store. Exactly. And that was like, in fact, it, it's mind-blowing. I remember to, the yeah. names of them. I yeah. remember going to them. I remember this being auto garages and, and this being a really like, uh, and there was a gas station on the corner and this was like a whole enclosed little bubble so of cool. businesses that yeah. you didn't have to leave Manhattan Beach, everything yes. you needed was here. Yeah. And since I grew up with a single mom and it was just my sister and I, we, we were a little bit wild, we had a lot of freedom, well, okay. my mom worked a lot, sure. and we were supposed to take care of ourselves. Well, given the fact that you said you told the lion you could get a job, <laughs> like you're doing pretty well, that's all I have to know. But, so, you know, just that one little thing. No. these days, just so you know. <laughs> so anyway, um, I fondly remember this building. Now the man who owns it, uh, and is the mechanic, still has his garage right on the other side of this wall. He only works on vintage cars now. He has okay. like uh, three auto bays. Um, very select about what he works on. He's a great guy. Been around for decades. Had raised four sons here in Manhattan Beach. Um, but he ended up uh, leasing the apartment, uh, the excuse me, the units overhead for small business. That was one of his first changes. And then um, changing the front into. Uh, a small restaurant. Okay. It turned over a number of years. It's been many, many small restaurants. Unfortunately, okay. not uh, for whatever not reason, not the right fit. Yeah. Okay. And then most recently was a surf shop. So this back area oh. turned into a surf shop. Um, the first okay. change from really being the garages. 
And then the front, uh, again, more of a surf shop, but the owner decided to add on a small cafe. And he, he was very limited. He only served a couple of items, uh, specifically like a breakfast burrito, mm -hmm. uh, fresh pokey, and coffee. That was it. Okay. Um, he sort of followed the hours of surf, so he opened yeah. early in the morning, but he was closed every day by three. Uh -huh. um, I believe if the surf was good, he didn't even open at all. Okay. So, <laughs> That's a little so, rough. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and, yeah. and that worked for the surf shop, yeah. but it didn't necessarily work for the cafe. Sure. And um, He's a great guy, he's still in town. He has since then moved his surf shop down closer to the beach. He has left the cafe business, but that was not really his passion anyway. Um, so this all uh, came to me kind of just by knowing somebody who knew somebody who said he might be interested in moving. And I walked in here and I said, that's it, this is, this is, this is the place. So you had the feeling. I had the feeling yeah. right away and I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, here oh, we no, go. Oh no, more retirement. Here we <laughs> go. Um, things happened really fast. So um, you said that was January? So January retired. So now we're in like, um, we're halfway through February, I find out about it in March. Okay. We're talking about taking over the lease. I'm starting to try to visualize how I would do a layout. Um, I find out that I, I have to do retail and um, really? it's a mixed use conditional okay. use permit. Okay. So it's a it's, uh, restaurant in the front, well, uh, retail you, in the back. Do you do all of the sort of things? So this is all this. this you, yeah. you pick all yes. the yes. stuff. You're beautiful. Thank you. This I is think I really want fun. that. Uh, um, I've really asked for a lot of permission. I'm really, really big in that sign. You might not need to do that anymore. <laughs> um, so, uh, started to, to, you know, the wheels started churning, and then the big deal was uh, obviously what kind of food would I serve and who would cook it. That was really important. Right. Huge, right? And how would I be different than what already exists in Manhattan Beach, which is a city I feel has great dining choices, Absolutely. a lot of high-end ones. Yeah. I don't have, I didn't have the budget for that, and it wasn't. I didn't want to recreate the wheel here. I yeah. just like, why would I open a fancy restaurant? It doesn't really have the bones of it anyway. But yeah. I've got Love and Salt, and sure. we've got Arthur J, and we have Strand House and Manjamo and. Oh my gosh, yeah. I could go on and on and on. It was fabulous. And and truly the way between the Zisless group and the Sims group, those are restaurants where those people understand restaurants and they are doing a great job at running them. I was like, I think I need to open a cafe. Uh -huh. And maybe the old way of cafe, like what sure. a cafe means. Where would yeah. you hang out? And how would you what would you want to eat? Um, clean, fresh food, good coffee, beer and wine. Yeah. Is there, is there a, you know, an audience for that? And the more I thought about it, and the more we sat and hashed it over, it came to me that this didn't exist here in town. As much as I think I knew the town over 56 years, I'm like, wait, I But I think you like hit this. on something, because you do have an yeah. audience for this, because like, like, the, the, the thing about your food is it is, like, it's so good, and it's, but it, it's something, it's yeah. like something you could cook at home, but you, yeah. you don't. So because it's so clean, and it's like when you go out, you know, often you yeah. feel heavy, yes. and tired, and yeah. you eat here, yeah. it's like, tastes fabulous, but you, yeah. you go on with your day. You, you know? go on like, with your day, your, yeah. You know, go home and take a yeah. nap, you know, you're like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you're not going to diet tomorrow, yeah. yeah. 
they can come back the next day. Like again, every day. It's an honor to serve him every day. Well, you, I mean, you you hit on a concept. And then what I loved is like you come in and you get your cappuccino, but then you keep walking back. You're like, oh wait, I think I want to come back at five o'clock because you get to your cute little wine bar and you're like, oh, I can stay here. Yeah, you know. And this, that's exactly, it just that started yet, rolling yeah. with that. And so a mutual friend uh, of my chef and I introduced us. I knew of him. Um, he, we had uh, a lot of uh, mutual friends and we had worked in, in the same places and we were in the same industry and again, the restaurant business. So I talked to him, I met him, we clicked instantly. We decided to go for it. We sat down, we wrote a menu. And we decided we would serve virtually what you see. There wasn't a lot of changes to it. It was a menu that we would eat and our kids would eat. And that's how we decided to do okay. it. Um, little yeah. little item. Yeah. Um, and was, has he ever, did he come to the restaurant business? Yes, okay. his, a whole, his whole life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, although this is his first true kitchen of his. Okay. So, um, which was important to me that um, I have somebody who was passionate but wasn't so... Um, uh, experiences being a chef that they were too expensive for me to sure. afford. So, yeah. you know what I mean. So I needed somebody who Practical. was, uh, yes, <laughs> and who was eager, uh, but um, wasn't so seasoned that, that they were looking for a, a more intense kitchen than I could provide. So, um, signed a lease, started to remodel it, not extensively, started to facelift it, I should say. Um, and came up with the logo, which I get a lot of questions Absolutely. about. Yeah, so the word, homie, yeah. um, uh, uh, slightly controversial to some people, not to me. You know, I hadn't thought of that. But very I think, interesting. You know, I hadn't either in the polarized society, which I, I was like, cause yeah. I don't, I try not to participate in because. Honestly, the first uh, yeah. thing I see is like when yeah. I walk in here, I'm like, it feels like my home. So I go straight yeah. off of that. I never even yeah. thought that. So, so what's interesting though yeah. is that is the that concept, that adjective of something being homey is spelled different than right, how I spell is, homey. But it's just in my mind that you're right. And I was very similar to you. And then it was brought to my attention uh, that my ch- choice of how to spell homey was even potentially racist, which I took great offense to, and I said, no, 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 I'm drawing the line right here. Right. Actually, then I dug my heels in, then I knew I was going to name it Homie, okay. because I said, it's not, it's not, it's not what you are telling me right. people I worry think. about, it's not that, it's a place, it's a feeling, it's a, it's, a, it's friendship, it's comfort, it's something you're familiar with. It's a word that has, I started to look into it in the Urban Dictionary, okay. and in in all kinds of sources, it goes back. It has military roots. Oh, really? It has um, uh, roots in Europe. It has. Um, it's an old word. It's been used in, in different ways. More recently, in um, in like more of a cultural setting, but uh, it still is a fantastic word. Almost everybody, it's you can translate that word instantly, and it makes you feel like it's your friend. Right. It is your friend. So I was like, I'm doing it. For you I'm for doing that. it. Yeah, because this, I do yeah. think we dig in on that oh, polarizing yeah. and people get scared, right? They get yeah. scared off and yeah. then it becomes what they're letting it become, right? So um, I, 
wanted the logo to be simple. I wanted to incorporate the, the name of Manhattan Beach because I kind of did a little peruse again and realized that we don't use our name in yeah. very many of our businesses. Um, and Manhattan Beach is on the map. It's not only on, uh, you know, the, the California map, it's on the United States. It's global. Sure. Manhattan yeah. Beach is a global name now, and I didn't ever realize that. Well, it has to be surreal <laughs> coming from living from here your town. whole life. And so I uh, had someone design it, picked a, a font that I thought was fun and yeah. old school, and uh, came up with a couple of slogans of, to, to you know, justify my word, homie. So homie's not a place, it's a feeling was the one that I I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I think I took a picture of that the first time I came in here. So that means a lot to me. And um, then, let's see, uh, started hiring people, started... Um, Developing the concept of retail, which was to brand, like, to brand the word company, the logo, and yeah, I thought you have oh, and it's gonna happen, and oh, then we're yeah. gonna get delivery after yeah. delivery yeah. after delivery. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be crazy, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's a pro at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he spends lots of time doing that. So passionate. Yes, and he's so like detailed. Like, how'd you? So I had we had a, a mutual friend uh -huh. that I was starting my blog. And thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I was starting my blog and needed some help with like a logo. Uh -huh. What did you help me with first? My logo. And logo and then making the website. Yes. Actually creating the, yes. the, the the space for for content. So a mutual friend introduced you to it. Yes. Yeah. Got and on. then so we just did a little bit of work, and then it was just kind of a little contract thing, and then he right. moved away. And we kind of kept in touch. Like we you check in, in yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, I was. Uh, I moved to Houston, uh -huh. and I was living there. Uh, my I, my sister has a new baby, uh -huh. nine months, and uh -huh. adorable. So uh -huh. I, I moved out there to, to be with family and reset my mind for a bit. Yeah. And, uh, during the time I was there, uh, I did some work for you. And yeah, then I asked you for a couple yeah. other things like logos mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then. Um, and then you were coming back out. And I was said, coming back yeah, out. I had 15 meetings. <laughs> find out like uh -huh. in sequence. I didn't know that. No, I, so I, I met her, I met with her and uh, we met at Jason's rooftop yes. and yeah, that yeah. was awesome and I yeah. was like, you know what? I think this is, this is it. I was like, I'm going to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to jump. Yeah. Because that's a whole thing in itself, right? Yeah. It's like, I realized like hiring him is me betting, I'm betting on myself. Absolutely. And that yeah. whole concept of like, wait, do I really have something that's like, yeah. that I want to do versus just I love to write. Uh -huh. So I started writing thinking, even if I only give this to my kids, uh -huh. at least, and that's my whole concept. Of, I, I, I dream that I will find like a journal of someone in my past, like mm. my grandmother mm -hmm. or something. I want to know the stories. The stories that yeah. I don't know, like yeah. I want my kids to have my yeah. story. Yeah. So it started there, and then I just, the more you, you know, the more you write, you're like, okay, and then he would say, you got, you got to do this, this. Yeah. you know, to have somebody else say, so you're on this yeah. thing. You know, it's not that you don't believe in yourself, but it's scary. Oh, yeah. Right? I oh, mean, to do yeah. all this, I mean, you had to lay there somewhere uh, and go, am I insane? I, still I could have just time. been yeah. retired, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, or they'll be doing slow days all day. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to make it. We're not gonna, or I'll have yeah. someone come, come in. Come, this place is amazing. So we'll have no. someone come in and they'll go, I'm afraid of you. I saw the slow day the yeah. night. I'm like, don't say that to me. Yeah, I know. Don't, don't, you're like, <laughs> no. you're bugging my vibe. Like, right. <laughs> There's going to be yeah. slow days. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean, I have to be my own cheerleader 99% of the For time. Sure. 
but um, it's, it's, I've said this in, a, in some other setting, this is the hardest job I've ever had. I believe it. This is the hardest I was pregnant and working in the, I am um, in the emergency room. And this, and this job's harder. <laughs> I had a toddler and I was working in the ICU. This job's harder. Like, I, there is... I have always said, because yeah. I watched some family friends that had a restaurant business yeah. in Fresno, like where we grew up going, mm -hmm. and the whole family kind yeah. of... The whole family yeah. ran the business, right? Yeah. The girls' waitress, yeah. the mom and dad are in there every night. And yeah. the vibe is amazing yeah. because they love it so much. Well, and they're committed. Non-stop. Yeah. Non-stop. Like, never... I don't, well, yeah. first of all, I have no days off, so that's a new kind of thing for me. Because um, yeah. nursing, you have that very set schedule. It's a very set schedule, yeah. and I'm a huge compartmentalizer. <laughs> like, totally. I used to do, I literally would do this thing in my head where I would be driving home from work, I did this almost every day, and I'd be coming down the 105, and I'd get to Vista Del Mar, and I, like, I could visualize if I'd had a really crappy day or something, some yeah. heaviness was lingering. I had a chest of drawers. And at the top were all these little drawers. And then at the bottom was, or the middle was like a bigger drawer. And at the bottom were like huge drawers. So, so-and-so's medication error and so-and-so's like um, discharge planning. All those were the little drawers. And I would just start to close those. And then the bigger drawers towards the bottom were my son, my home, my husband. My, you know, my mom, and I would pull the drawers out and start to, I would think That's about that. I'd close the little drawers, open the big drawers, you're going home. So good. And it was, it, to me, but I had to define compartmentalize. I had to, yeah. You know, when people say, like, I don't want yeah. to do that job. Yeah. If you didn't have those skills, you, yeah. you would have brought all it's that home. That was yeah. a complete effort in survival. Yeah. I don't have a chest of drawers right now. Okay. Or if I do, every single drawer is open all day and all night long. Do you think that's a function of your family? Like your your kids are your kids grown now. My son is that's seventeen. Now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it's it, well, it's definitely a function of this. It's it's just it's like having a new baby, and it's twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. You're in the tunnel. It, you know, I, I always called see. it being in yeah. the tunnel when you yeah. had a baby. You're like, yeah. hey, yeah. head down. I'm not gonna sleep. I'm yeah. not like, I gotta get through this, and I will. Yeah. So but it, to, and yeah. it takes its toll on me sometimes. Yeah. I have uh, this, the, obviously the foot wasn't planned, so no. that was a humongous yeah. yeah. Opening a new restaurant with a broken foot, like majorly broken foot, Yeah. and were you were you already open? I was broken. open four weeks to the day when I broke the foot. Oh and then I was, so then I had multiple hospitalizations. Um, the last hospitalization, the one that I thought would, was the one that was just going to, which just took me to my knees. Was, I was in the ICU for 16 days oh my God. In, a, in isolation. So because of the wound uh, and the need to uh, keep oh me I, in, a, in an environment where I could oh heal from steroids, this infection, right? uh, the fact that this little restaurant was able to run itself with this amazing staff wow. and me absolutely inaccessible yeah. um, was Good to know people have your back. Yeah. Yes. You got, you must have, you've got a good, good I mean, at that point, I was like, either, I something has to change. I have to get healthy. I have to get healthy anyway, but I, the restaurant needs me or it needs somebody, uh, uh, me, yeah. to be here. It well, can't, I can't keep asking the staff 
right. to fill every single crack that opens up. And, and every day there's something that comes up, something breaks, something goes wrong, somebody's not happy about something, somebody needs to speak to somebody and make a decision. And, and one of the things that I pride myself on is making, being able to make decisions and then own them mm -hmm. very quickly. Um, because you Absolutely. just have to. Yeah. You just, no, you, otherwise, you stagnation. And oh, you and have all these things open. open and you never items. get anything done. Yeah, absolutely. Or I, I, people are surprised I don't have partners. And it isn't mm -hmm. that I don't like working with people, but I think it dilutes the ability to make decisions. Then you have to yeah, confer agree. with each other yeah. and agree to something. Yeah. And um, while I probably should have a manager at this point, um, I, I, there's still so much that I need to be in charge of as the owner. There's so many decisions that have to be made as the owner because they impact me right. that I've decided that once it's up and running in a much better format, then I can step back a little sure. bit. But it's going to be a year or two. Which okay, I'm sorry, we have I know. to stop. He's super Are you kidding <laughs> me? Can we have a guest appearance? Wait. Great concert. Okay, what? Well, you can't just walk away and act like you're not here. <laughs> Okay, uh, there he is. Yep. Is that Ozzy? Oh my God, look at you. Hey, did it. Yeah, everybody's just Stop, Roy. The dead. What is it? Look at you. Nice ring. I love the story. Okay. That's, that's what I love. He is, his name's Bob Roy. Okay. He's owned a hair salon. Um, well, right on the for like sure. okay. 56 years. Next to Becker's Bakery, he is the oldest business in town. And he is, break my heart, retiring uh, and closing the salon in January. Uh, well, December 31st, his last day. He's a legend. He is a 100% Is he selling No, he just, just is retiring. Um, not to segue into to unhappy stories, but um, it tied into this place kind of a little bit. Rent is atrocious in this town, and for merchants, it's it's really, Especially in really difficult. Right? I mean, how do you keep all these little yeah. independent shops? And Manhattan Beach, ha I don't really understand the politics of controlling rent. Um, I'd like to think that the city has some ability to negotiate with the people who own these, these buildings, but it would appear... Um, at the rate that rents have gone up and the rate that we've lost small business, that there is see, no control over it. You I, do, and I, I've, I've seen I this other places because I have friends that own a, a restaurant in San Luis Obispo, uh -huh. where I went to college. Uh -huh. And when I moved to San Luis Obispo, this was 25 years ago, there was not a chain store in town. No chain stores. There was actually a city ordinance, no chain mm -hmm. stores. So the four years I was there, they, they softened it. Uh -huh. To some extent, by the time I left, there was a gap. Yeah. There was a few, like a few big names. Yeah. Barnes and Noble came in, Starbucks uh -huh. came in, and now these friends of mine from Fresno move yeah. over there and they open their a pizza parlor, uh -huh. right? And it's a great concept, and but you know it's not a it's not a big chain. Mm -hmm. And the the way that the rents have gone up, you know, what's what's come in and made it very hard on them. Like they're fighting because 
now it's all, it's Pottery Barn. Yeah. And, and not to say, like, we all shop at those places, but you lose the term, like, the little downtown, just like the we little downtowns disappear. Yeah. And we have the big change. Yeah. Now you can just go right, yeah. right up on PCH. Exactly. You've got all these, yeah. if you need your big stuff, you can go yeah. get it. But I hate to lose, like, I the little bookshops, the little, exactly. you know, the random t-shirts. Like, yes. you know, where are you going to find that stuff? And then you lose the story. Lose the stories, and he is a storyteller. If anything, he is—he uh, knows so much. Uh, he and I will often sit and talk about. Oh, remember um, Mrs. B's, which was this where you bought baby clothes, and then there was. Um, uh, remember the candy store, Joe's Candy Cottage. And we'll talk about things that we both remember. And yeah. um, he loves about 25 years older than me, okay. and when he first started his salon, um, he was in his late 20s, and um, so we lived through crazy times in the 60s, right. 70s, 80s, and we're talking wild times down yeah. here, and he has fantastic stories. See, and then and you do realize that people are, where they're coming from, and once yeah. you know where someone's coming from, like, there's not so much, this is right, this is yeah. wrong, yeah. like, you have compassion for the story that... Like, because good things come out of tough circumstances. Absolutely. How do you, you know, you don't just live this, like, little yeah. perfect life without the stresses and the strains. Like, you, yeah. don't, you don't get places like this. You without, don't. You know? And granted, he has been telling me for the last a year that he's getting tired. Um, mm -hmm. And he did, does feel like he certainly had his business long, as uh, been successful, been long enough. Sure. But um, I think the final decision was made because the rent's going up again. And that's so sad. And it's going up exponentially. Not even a reasonable amount. I feel very fortunate here in that the man who owns this building and I who here with Homie, um, he and I have negotiated a rent that's very fair. It's by no means cheap to be here, but it's right. fair. And he's a good man and he won't raise it on me every year. In fact, um, I'd be surprised if he bothers it for a number of years. He wants this building to be occupied and be clean and be uh, successful in Manhattan sure. Beach. Um, and serving the public and someone that he knows he can trust and the whole, yeah. So uh, Bob will will leave here and it, it'll be a hole. It really yeah. will. It will be a loss and on this street of the most of all. Well, it's, it's interesting now. Supposedly there's a moratorium on real estate offices and banks because we have quite a few of those okay. in town. I can't think of another business that could afford that storefront. If I told you what it right. would cost you, it, it's just shocking. Um, on Manhattan Beach Boulevard, that's just coveted real estate. Sure. So I have no idea. Um, perhaps another restaurant. Or bar, maybe. Uh, yeah, and, where and that, you can truthfully, make right, you do have to have a, uh, you almost have to have a pool bar if you're paying a rest, uh, rent like Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I, uh, food, with my, making, no, the you, margin no. on the food is, the margin on the food is, is barely negligible, yeah. to be honest with you. If I didn't have a beer and wine license, and with a beer and wine license, is a, a, it's a conditional license where it allows you to serve a certain, um, certain amount of alcohol up to a certain percentage. So I, I, it, okay. it's called a 41, this license. Um, I, I have one, I okay. bought one to, okay. that existed in this uh, establishment, but I had to purchase it. Um, it allows me to serve any type of spirits, 
that are up to 24% alcohol. So for example, yeah, these random numbers. <laughs> so for example, um, if you want to drink a vodka and soda, vodka is about 40% uh, alcohol, so eight, they call it 80 proof, whatever. Okay. I'm allowed to have 24% alcohol, which is 48 proof. That's okay. as high as I can go. Okay. So what I've done is I've found uh, distributors that sell, um, there's, a, there's a couple different versions of it, but they're, most of them are based out of, it's a rice base. Oh, sure. Almost like okay. a sake. I've seen But that. there's a version of, an, of a vodka, a tequila, a bourbon. Um, and they're delicious. Okay. Uh, they taste exactly like the true alcohol. They're just not as strong. <laughs> Fine for me yeah. as well. So while I'm not serving a um, you know Belvedere on the rocks, because I'm serving, I can serve a um, a specialty vodka drink. We have a couple of homemade drinks that we make that say, are really I, fun. Yeah. We have some yeah. a couple of mixes. I could make you. Um, a vodka cranberry, and you'll love it. I yeah. can make you a mimosa, you'll love that. So we have that capacity, and yes, that is, that oh, helps your life experience. Like, you, go for, you do not get someone that makes, this is a bartender, and then you go all the way to the oncology department, and, she'll, and then you go this all is the way back. In fact, I can make a really good Bloody Mary. Oh. <laughs> Spicy? Yes, yeah. and we have a really great secret recipe that we oh, do. Okay. It's fun with that. But that it was something that was important to me, that, yeah. because that's how you're going to make it down here is um, is a combination of income so sure. my retail my food and then my alcohol there's no question about it um, that helps pay the bills um, but I think so we were we segued for a, a second there on the no, Ozzy threw us off I know right? Ozzy <laughs> threw us off somehow um, anyway I don't know no maybe we didn't forget anything we got no. everything where did we did we jump somewhere did we get, did um, we get interrupted I think it's been is it there's flowing? No, yeah, okay. It's, there's okay. continuity. Okay, yeah. good. Because I thought I lost something and we were going to come back to it. So I wait, it oh. told me that you were saying there was there's a dinner that you signed up for. Oh, yeah. For. On, something uh, you said uh, the fifth? The, that it, special chef that's going to come in? Oh, yes. So, um, okay, so uh, we're, you know, of course, experimenting with what works. Now, this okay. place is a slam dunk for breakfast and lunch. There is, so we are on the map. Yeah. Every day, sure. we get a great crowd. I love it. We're open seven days a week, seven in the mornings. We get that kind of early coffee people mm -hmm. on their way to work. We get yeah. a nice breakfast group. We get a great lunch. And again, a lot of locals, a lot of, even a lot of merchants. Um, this particular, uh, many different restaurants that it's been, uh, has never been super successful at night. And in fact, some of them have not even been open at night. Mm. The one just previous to me uh, yeah, cause when was you actually, not. I mean, besides the kettle, yes. when you think yeah. about this way, people yeah. kind of stay. Yeah. So Rockefeller yeah. is the only, okay. uh, well, Uncle Bill's, which of course is a daytime right. restaurant. Then the Rockefeller, which is open, but they um, they are very limited in their hours. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you come along this way and it's just the kettle. Until you get, and yeah. this was... The most recent restaurant that this was, it was not a dinner restaurant. He didn't. Okay. He was never open at night. Okay. So that had been a couple of years, and I just think it got off people's radar. Sure. So reopening for nights has been a challenge, but we're building on it. Okay. The alcohol, of course, uh -huh. helps. People want to have a glass of wine with dinner, and uh -huh. I, I appreciate that. I do too. Yeah. Um, what I've been sort of open to is trying to create a space here for uh, parties. Mm -hmm. um, Events. Either the simplest do. thing, yeah. a book club, yeah. um, chamber of commerce meeting, mm -hmm. um, a private dinner party, um, 
a school events, sure. you name it. So, so we are, um, we've been entertaining a lot of ideas about like this. Now, being open seven days a week has been tough on, on my chef, and he's been 100% committed to it, but we're coming up on six months of a, a brutal schedule, and I decided that he truly needs to be, he needs to not be here one full day, night, and part of the next day. He just, he needs to not even physically be in the building. So we picked Mondays, and uh, we're able to cover our day shift, and then we decided to close at night, since he really is the backbone of the dinner um, at this point. He's the, he's, the dinners are delicious, and he's, he's very committed to that quality. Um, and then he uh, he has off on Tuesday mornings, but uh, that left Monday nights as us being closed. Um, at first, I thought it was going to be fine because it seemed sure. like we were quiet on Mondays. And then, sure enough, the next thing you know, I got complaints. We came down last night. You weren't open. I heard you not open on Mondays. What's going on? So I uh, rethinking it. Um, a girlfriend of mine, who's a chef, said um, I would love to cook dinner in your restaurant. She's a home chef, if you will. She doesn't actually have a restaurant job, but she's a trained chef. Okay. And she said, would you let me be a guest chef? And I went instantly. Brilliant. Yes. So we're doing our first one next Monday. She's Cambodian. She cooks absolutely wonderful Asian food. So her dinner, it's a preset menu, uh, is very specifically is a spring roll in the beginning, a Vietnamese fresh uh, spring roll. Um, she's moving into a pho, like a Cambodian style slash Vietnamese style noodle bowl, which should be delicious. Um, Szechuan garlic green beans, you know, kind of a nod to more of a Chinese style. And then um, her dessert will be mochi, which is fun, a little Asian ice cream yeah. balls. Um, we're going to have a couple of really fun, specific wines and beers picked out for that night. And we're going with a, more of a, a sort of theme to the menu. Okay. She's not going to try to cook the homey menu. Sure. She wants the opportunity to cook her menu, and I want the opportunity to serve something different and, and uh, see how the community Absolutely. responds to it. So we're trying that next week. Okay. Um, we have a couple other ideas of other people who would like so to do the same say, thing. Yeah. So is it the idea that maybe you have a revolving Monday exactly, night? Exactly. And then that becomes, yeah. a, you know, and, yeah. and if you publicize that, because yeah. people want to yeah. know, like, okay, we're, you're coming for yeah. something different. Exactly. If you come on Monday nights, you're coming for something different. Exactly. But so we also, um, one of my food vendors, who's become a very dear friend of mine, who works for a large uh, food distributor called Cisco, she uh, moved here a few years ago from Chicago, and she told me that in Chicago they have supper clubs oh, yes. on Sunday oh, night sure. and you will go to a place uh, you will make a reservation go there you have a very specific dining experience it's the menu they've picked there are choices um, it's, it's fixed price it's uh, fixed choices maybe one or two things you have to pick between um, and people literally plan their their schedules around okay on the third Sunday of the month we're going to be going to O'Brien's and then on the you know first Sunday of the month we're going to go to like you know 
whichever other tavern or restaurant is having a Sunday night dinner mm -hmm. uh, club. And she would like to help me build that here. And I think it would be fun. I don't think anybody has it in town. So I no. think it would be a blast. And, and to get something different, like, well, this yeah. past Sunday night, and this was in my friend's home, but um, her, her husband's full blood is Italian. Oh. And wow. so, you know, she lived in Italy for a long time. So she could, she's she's American, but she's uh -huh. a very good Italian cook because she, she raised yep. her kids over there. She lived there for a long time. And um, then now, now that they're back here, she, she zeroes in on Italians. She can yeah. see them from a mouth. She's like, oh, there's an Italian over there. She'll walk right up, start speaking Italian. So she makes yeah. Italian friends. Well, the other night she said, come over. Um, Luca's going to cook dinner. And he came over full, like, this is a, I don't know, 30-something-year-old guy with okay. Mattel, but learned to cook in his kitchen. And, you know, mm -hmm. and he was from Naples. Cooked most authentic risotto, his own focaccia. Uh, brought his yeah. dough into her yeah. kitchen, and, and it's like there's something about that when you, because that again is part of the story, right? Absolutely. Somebody's bringing, you know, he talks about his dad teaching him yeah. to cook and how he does, you know, what he does, and everyone's just hanging See, that's out. That's the kind of story that I would, I would, I'd love to meet that person right, and do that, right? yeah, because it's just, and I think there's there, people out there like that. I do. Yeah. So I was getting, and my brain started tinkling a little bit when you said the reservation thing. Yeah. I think I could help you out with the website and getting that stuff done. So yeah, we'll for next Monday. definitely will. Having reservations or someone being able to book online, getting everything. Like, yes. It's not hard to make yep. a list. Because this, this place is, you know, space is limited. So it's like, get it while it lasts. And then uh -huh. once it's done, exactly. it's done. Exactly. And build that kind of buzz. Mm -hmm. Now, she and I talked about that because it's first time for both of us. Right. She's sure. never done anything like this before. And I certainly have never done anything like this before. We would keep it exclusive to our friends because shout out to the friend group that we have a pretty good sized group but it wasn't um, it was about 25 people she could probably handle 40 45 is what she wants to cook for right. so now we were talking in the last few days how do we get the word out but keep it still kind of exclusive mm -hmm. so her and I can iron out our kinks. Right. Um, and I've been I've been a little bit reticent to mention it to people because I just, it needs to no, work. I, it yeah, needs to be right, professional. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and I just, and like if something testing. were to yeah. go wrong, <laughs> yeah. it's not, I, there's, I, I definitely can't just have, just because they're good customers right. or regulars, I, I'm just not ready. Sure. So I think uh, we're open to maybe five, ten more people that we know, like, really, like if you guys sure. want to come, like, no, we'll, no. we'll, we'll yeah. test on you. Okay. But, um, you know, she's. We, and we're, we're fine-tuning the details of it. Of course. I need a little bit of help in this section in that, so for example, she's gonna buy all the food herself. Okay. And, and then I and then I will work it and her sister will work it. Um, so we won't have any labor costs because mm -hmm. technically I'm closed. Um, but for the price that she set, so she set it at $27 person. So she's keeping the 27 and then the money that I would make would be off any of the alcohol that would sell. Okay. It's not the best deal for me, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I would like a per plate at least sure. something. Yeah. But I think we're we're really good friends. We hadn't worked that out. It's not going to be an area that I'm going to push on right okay. at this point. But if it were something I would continue, I need to have a model for what sure. works yeah. and other places do it. Right, or, right. um, you know, if I'm going to have a guest chef, 
they definitely yeah. going to have to bring in their own food because right. I'm not going to have my kitchen order a whole uh, group of ingredients they know nothing about or right. um, and aren't on our regular orders. Um, so yeah, where do you know, where do you, gets, you yeah. cut oh, the cost? Tricky. Where do you yeah? I, so it's going to be a little bit tricky on this one. And because she wants to, because uh, she need, that's how she's making the money. Each I can't even invite people and say this one's on the house. Like just to beta right. test with yeah, me, yeah, yeah. as you said. Um, so it's it's making it a little bit sticky. And I I'm, I, so I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be delicious. I just am, we just need to get through this first one and see how it it's actually so interesting applies. that people say that you've heard complaints, which on one yeah. hand is a great thing yeah, because yeah. that means they love you. I know. Right? Yeah. But on yeah. the other hand, that would, my, yeah. I would want to say, my chef, he's a rest. Like, <laughs> he's a every, person. <laughs> he's a human being. He needs to yeah, go home. Yeah, yeah. He needs to sleep for a night. He needs, like, yeah. and it, hopefully, like, at some point, yeah. those stories need to resonate yeah. too because, like, everyone needs a break. Well, and I think a lot of really successful restaurants are closed on a on quiet Tuesdays. night. Yeah, exactly. Mondays yeah. or Tuesdays. And I, I can I think just, of, yeah. and fancy and not fancy. Exactly. Like, I mean, all the way across the it's board. Just, it's almost like a break for everybody. Right. My entire staff, the place itself, the wear yeah. and tear. You and the, the something. Yeah, and you need to, like, in fact, have, yeah. so Monday night this week, we uh, we changed all these lights. We changed a bunch. We hung a bunch of pictures. We he drilled in some walls. He had to fix some things. And I was like, thank goodness we're closed because we could not have done this right. while we were open. So he got closed. Yeah. I mean, I could get a handyman in here at ten right. at night no, or, or before mean, seven in the morning. No. So it it was like you just a break for everybody. Sure. But I would love to do maybe every other That's Monday, what, something yeah. like that, where yeah. we we do this fun chef experience. Sure. Um, and and so we'll good. yeah we'll get to it. Yeah. I think we'll get there. I hope it takes off. I think it would it's be a good fun. idea. Uh, yeah. And again, I don't think anybody's doing it. Well, in town. I was say it's something chefs new, are right? particular to their yeah. their kitchens, and, and I I'm oh, guessing sure. it's at least some of these nicer places are like. My chef would never let anybody cook in his own kitchen, kind of thing. So, and yet there's a group of people who have no place to cook, but have the skill set to do it. So, I have no problem letting them in there. <laughs> and they also have audiences as well. Like, Absolutely. Like, so Absolutely. It's, it's a marketing technique yeah. Yeah. as a whole. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I think I'd we can build with it. on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we could even keep it as simple as just filling the, the front of the restaurant only seats. I think, right? Yeah, maybe high 20s, low 30s. That would be perfectly fine to do yeah. almost one seating at that. Yeah. Two at the absolute most. Um, and never even have this seating. Sure. Um, just have access to the bathrooms and that's it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I would love to develop that. I just need to pick people's brains and mm -hmm. find out who knows more about it and who has good advice about it. Awesome. Well, I look yeah, you'll uh, you'll be helping on that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, like like I said, in my technical aspects, I'll help you with the technology part of it. It's not hard to get the booking system up online, especially because yeah. you have Squarespace and they already have yeah. integration. We can get like open table just for that little like small One time night. amount. Yeah, like uh, like the reservation amount. It's not gonna be okay. It's not gonna be difficult. Okay. I think it's gonna be it's a simple setup. It's just you know talking about it and getting mm -hmm. the 
Like, like I said, the idea is there. Yeah. And I think that's a good idea. Yeah, it's yeah. good enough to where like okay. thinking of that concept is gonna be. And then cool. people and people know they're doing something different. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. There's a novelty to like yeah, the absolutely. the guest restaurant every other Monday. Like you don't know what you're getting, yeah. but like mm -hmm. you're, you're, yeah, it's a people love that. Yeah. Or if we even calendared like a month or two in advance, where there's going to be Vietnamese night, mm -hmm. and then there's going to be Italian night, absolutely. and then there's going to be French night right. or whatever, and then there's going to be like you know a wine and cheese tasting night mm -hmm. or something. I'd like to pair with oh, the I little guy across the street at the cheese store. And you know what would be really fun is, um, if this came, this is not my idea, this came from my beer uh, distributor. Super dynamic guy, knows beer as if he was born drinking it. Um, <laughs> he's, he, he's, just a, yeah. he's just an encyclopedia yeah. of, of beer knowledge. He wants to do an event here where he comes in and a wine rep comes in. And I have, uh, I usually yeah. use pretty much almost exclusively one particular wrap. I have a few wines from another one, but I have uh, about eight different wines mm -hmm. from one particular company. He wants to do a challenge with um, the cheese, with the cheese store we come in, bring in maybe five different cheeses, five or six cheeses, and then we pair them with a beer and a wine, and the people get to decide what tastes. What does it better. taste better with, beer or wine? He goes, guarantee I can It'll prove be beer. that beer tastes good with some cheeses better than wine. Really? And he said, wow. and it will be a blast. And we'll tell them the whole history that really of cool. how this See, works. That's something I'd like yeah. to come and Would that film. be fun? No, that would, yeah, that would be yeah. really yeah. fun to, to come, film. Make yeah. a little, make and a little that, to me, I can do for like a $25, $30 for range, sure. too. Yeah. So that's, and that's kind of my target price. Um, but I think that would be super fun if no one's so done fun. anything that would that. be so yeah. fun. Yeah, That's I think my that favorite dinner, to be honest with you. Oh. I would just rather <laughs> have like little appetizers and play a glass of wine or... Well, and that would be fun to do a tapas yeah. night, you That's know? Like, as it, yeah, that, just easy. Yeah, that yeah. would be fun. So I've got to come up with these ideas yeah. and then just, as we've been talking the yeah. whole time, just give it a try. Yeah. Just sort of believe well, in it. Well, you have an awesome place it. to hang out, so... Thank you. I know. It's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's coming along. I really do. I am... People ask all the time, what's your typical client like? And I say, I don't have a typical client. I get everybody under the sun in here. Yeah. Little, little, like, well, mm -hmm. babies, people, little kids, school kids, teenagers. Well, and your employees are delightful. The they are fantastic. They are yeah. the happiest. And they're I mean, really from good. the second you yeah. walk in, they have. Like they're Charisma so on inviting. demand. <laughs> it's like they do, and it's they're so good. I'm real. lucky. It's oh. so real. They're very genuine. So, they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they, and they can speak to their own age group, which is 20s. Mm -hmm. They're very good with um, older uh, clients and even you know grandparents and whatnot. They're super great with the family. It's just they're. You have, they have cool stories yeah. too. We already heard the, the submarine. Yeah. Yeah. Been, I'm like, I know. you oh. should sit down. Let me talk to you about 11 months on a submarine. <laughs> on a submarine. Under the North Pole. Exactly. <laughs> really? And he's also been a logger. So oh my I know. And he's, 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 and he's he himself he is, just a, sit here all is day. a chef. I know. He's a fascinating kid. And yeah. he's just one of like, I have six basically full time employees that each one of them has amazing story. It's yeah. so fun. It is so fun. Um, so I found out through doing this business uh, that there is, um, well, it's generational uh, 
attitudes towards work. Um, a, I can speak to Abe's generation. Abe, you seem to be a bit of an anomaly. But um, there is an interesting dynamic going on now where people aren't as driven to find their career job as they are to have experiences. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I interview people or I, uh, they've worked for me for a while, um, they come to me and say, um, I have a kind of a timeline that I, I'm not, I, I'll probably be here about a year and then I'm going to go on. I have this uh, goal to travel to Indonesia and become um, a monk or I'm going to go to the Northwest and, you know, practice, um, forestry or something. I, I have experiences I have to go have, so while I'm, I will work for you hard and loyal, I will be there, but I will be going. I'm not, it, this is not my career stop. So I find that very interesting. I always try to get myself employed and I was committed for as long as you'll have me. I was like, I have to have a job and you know, and that was, I hung on to it. This is a generation that believes in themselves. Uh, believes in the in the uh, has a belief in experiences uh -huh. and that they'll have value. I feel like people are very much trying to tie meaning to yes. what they're doing. Yes, right. Yes, you see 100%. it in branding. You see yeah. it in you know even like what you wanted in this space. Yeah, and I think that's probably part of the reason you resonate with your employees yeah. because there is a meaning behind what you're doing. Where were yeah. we? Because you okay. were hitting on some interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. the whole concept of like. I was going to bring a new background from yeah. like having grown up here. You yeah. say like a single mom living in the yeah. 13th in Manhattan, yeah. like to where we are today. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the concept of how this town has evolved yeah. and the generations yeah. that come through here. And, and we should, I mean, know, we should like, almost focus one whole yeah. talk on I mean, that because it is really, uh, uh, there's a ton uh, uh, that we could I'm talk about so, about that. Yeah. Um, and, and I was thinking we should, um, we should talk a little bit about uh, we should keep going on this whole generational thing because I'm fascinated by your age group. But I'm all, what even more interests me. I mean, but like when we, I was growing up, there was there was always like the fuck up kids, and there was the rest of us. Um, now it's different. It's like there's people. There's a whole bunch of this this age. Are you You're not millennial. Are you uh, F I was in '94. I don't even know what the, yeah, I no, I'm not, like the labels. I, I think you're a millennial. Yeah, I'm a but millennial. But millennials fascinate me because there's they need a lot of rewarding. They need a lot of um, recognition for what they're doing. Um, but then there's like these rock star people like you that are so <laughs> driven and so interesting and so genuine. And then there's these needy, whiny, like. <laughs> Pathetic one. I don't even, it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Like, it is so fascinating to me, and it's driven off, it, it, it's more out of motivation and and dedication to hard work. Like, there's such a huge difference to me now. Whereas yeah. when I was growing up, it was just you were either a fuck up or you were just normal. Like, yeah. it wasn't these really yeah. distinct things. There yeah. was, and, and often it was related to income. It really was, um, you, you know, and when I, it's so interesting. When I grew up here, mm -hmm. the coveted property was not the beach. Mm -hmm. It was inland in the tree section. Really? All of the, you know, Poinsettia, Elm, sure. all those I mean, streets. Sure, beautiful neighborhood. Those were the coveted properties. Nobody wanted to live at the beach. You were considered... Oh my gosh, the closer like I can get to the water, the better. Well, it, it was so, uh, it was 
so weird yeah. because there was no kids down there. There was no homes down here. There was, it was odd for a single woman to move yeah. two young children yeah. to a house on the beach. Yeah. It was just not, it wasn't considered like family oriented. Now it's like, oh my God, if you could only get a piece of property, uh, you know, down at the beach in Manhattan. Yeah. It's billionaires and, right. and people who are never here. Right. Yeah. I know. Um, but anyway, so well, we could talk yeah. a lot about. Well, and you're raising, yeah. you, you have a son of yeah. So do you want, I, and I watched, yeah. I have a, I have a almost a year old yeah. 16 and I have an 18 yeah. year old daughter. Okay. Um, and, 13 and 9. Oh, okay. So I have, they're all over the place. But the Holy smokes! The whole teenage yes. concept of, yep. you know, what they see around them, you know, looking up to, like, you know, Abe's just enough older, like, yep. that that generation, like, that, you know, they see him going to college or coming yep. out of college or whatever they're doing, you know, what inspires them? But yep. I think, to me, it always comes back to having that meaning yep. behind it. And my kids, I always say, like, if they can know why I do what I do, uh -huh. or, you know, I, like, I tie things back to, you know, what's important, like, the value that's important behind what I do, okay? But it does seem like, you know, we have this level of these kids that are so stressed out for, like, chill out on that, man. You never get to go back, right? Like, so such a like 58 yeah. and yeah. like, the grade point average yeah. is, like, something I can never considered, and I'm fine. I yeah. never took calculus. I never yeah. took physics. I'm okay. And you're gonna, I, yeah, you know, so you're gonna make and yeah, it. if that's your calling, by all means, yeah. go do it. But like, not everybody's meant for everything, yeah. right? And so to find yeah. your passion and to say like, yeah. you're gonna be okay if you don't go to Harvard or you know, or you go absolutely you know, yeah. to a J. Like, there's no one way. There's no one path. exactly. But and what's fascinating though is that that kid is probably for the most part being raised by a parent didn't think that way or is struggling right. to that kind of a change in thinking yeah. and is like no 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 you know you got to go to college you know yeah. you have to get these grades you have to right. go to college my son is not an academic kid yeah. he's also not an athlete okay. so those were two areas that you were either this one or right. you were kind of that one and that's how you got your way in right so we've had a lot of thoughts of thinking out of the box right what what will work for you? What are you interested in? Where will you go? Um, yeah, do so you yeah. even want, you know, do, I, I, I just fall want, in that place. That, like, I'm not an say. athlete or, and I'm not, well, I'm academic in my own way, right? So like for me, but technology is- it's what he is passionate about. Isn't it fascinating yeah. that what you're doing right now didn't even exist? No, look, right? when, when I was 13, when isn't I was 13, I made my first computer. Yeah. And like, it, it all kind of evolved from there. Isn't it was that, all technology based. And, like, and when I, systems. there wasn't even, computers no. didn't even exist when <laughs> right. we were in school. There were, that had not even been invented yet. And yeah. certainly not the internet. Think about the way got, that that's changed I got all our my lives. I used to get all my knowledge from books, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden it evolved to video. And then as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my hand. Yeah. Like, this is, I can this make is, this. I can yeah. make that must have felt unbelievable to click well, something it's like, click, it, right. see, it doesn't click until you like go through every pattern of like look at all yeah. the like i make investments over yeah. investments i'm like i i live for telling stories that are yeah. not mine because you know i've lived a fulfilling yeah. life i like and i was talking to the guy at the bank the other day and he was like in two and a half months you've done more than i've done here in five years and i'm like what? It's not that I'm like, yeah. I'm not hyperactive or anything. I just you, you have your thing. It's your thing. And, and that's what I, it, what comes, what's fascinating to work with 
this closely with a group of people who are in a job that, and, and let's be very honest, no, probably no one is going to be a waiter or a waitress for the rest of their life, at least right. this, of this group of people. They're interesting. When I would work at the hospital, though, yes, there I would work with younger girls who were nur new nurses. They're going to probably stay and be a nurse. But I'm exposed to a group of people who are interested in interacting with the public. Yeah. Uh, they know they need to earn an income. They want to be able to travel. They want to be able to um, uh, have something that's fun. They want to have fun at work. It's really different, and it's kind of interesting. I fought it for a little while in the beginning. Like, why aren't they more like organized, and, right. and why can't they get it like right. set on a schedule? Right. And, and that's, but you know, that's how you got what you got, right? I mean, you showed up at a certain time. You had, yeah. you know, and you knew you had to get certain things done, and you compartmentalized, yep. and you looked for that yeah. next step that got you. Which there's also there's a lot to be said yeah. for that route. You know? There is. It, it's mean, just opportunities are different. Now. Yeah. They truly are. Yeah. They're and they're amazing. And I believe that uh, it's possible my kid will end up being in a career that doesn't even exist yet. Right. Because watching you guys have that experience yeah. is pretty amazing. Pretty, pretty basic. I mean, I, I think about you know the, the lack of the internet and the cell phones and all things that I couldn't get through a day without it. So but somehow I think right you now, yeah. still have to have like the things that you taught, have learned, so yeah. have like discipline and consistency yeah. and those things because you'll yeah. never get to where he is uh -huh. and being able to yeah. have that freedom without also having yeah. the discipline, right? So it's, it's yeah. balancing those yeah. things. And coming back and saying I'm gonna keep, you know, like okay, so people don't show up on the first day. That yeah. doesn't mean you fail. Yeah. Right. Like, cause there's so much instant gratification in their generation. And like, you know, I always joke yeah. that my kids, if yeah. they're not there, yeah, they give me about two minutes before yeah. they're like, where are you? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I stopped at the light. Yeah. I'll be there, you know, like, right. you know, I mean, it's okay. Uh, you know, so true. Like, like this, whereas we it's used to so have true. to like kind of make it work a little bit yeah. longer, be more, yeah. more patient. So, so true. Uh, yeah. It is fascinating. I, um, I, I, I try not to worry about my son. Yeah. I just, I no. just, I, for all the, because yeah. I, I jokingly say, because there's enough moms already worried about you. Like all my girlfriends are worried about him. I'm like, you guys got it. He'll be fine. Literally, I don't yeah. have to worry about you. They've got it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that as a mom, that's a, that's a that's get a good healthy well, I think you and I have something yeah. to, to share with other moms because yeah. if they could just take a breath and no. say, Gosh. it's going to be it's okay. It's going to be okay. Even if you don't go to the IVs, yeah. even if you don't want to call. Like, and it's not to say, like, yeah. but I do have one where I'm like, we're going to figure out your yeah. path. Like the others, you can kind of see, uh -huh. like maybe we'll be a little more traditional. Uh -huh. But if they, you know, like that fourth one opened me up to the idea. I'm like, oh, oh, I see. Okay, now it actually teaches me something about the first three, who could be a very traditional uh -huh. path, but you know, if something happens, if something, wow, that, that is... one taught me, we, we roll with yeah. it, you know? And we figure it out, and as long as they're being allowed to discover themselves mm -hmm. and find out what their passion is, it works out. It works yeah. out. It totally works out. Yeah. If I'm not living proof of it, will ch it, it, it the one thing that will always yeah. be the same is it'll change. Yeah. That's the one thing you can count on. Constant. It's always yeah. going to change. Yeah. And I would, if you asked me two years ago if I was going to open a restaurant after I retired from nursing, I would have laughed in your face. Yeah. That's awesome. It's yeah. 
Well, it's it's worth coming it's down. A, this oh. place is amazing. I had a feeling the first time I walked by. So, thanks, thanks. for talking to me. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks. Um, it's Halloween at Homies, and we did our first podcast here today with Kelly, the owner. Um, got so much of her story about how this place came to be. Um, the generational stories of Manhattan Beach. She grew up here. Um, loved talking to her about old Manhattan Beach, coming to modern day Manhattan Beach, and this space. Um, come see it if you haven't. It's amazing. Um, it's homey. Um, <laughs> um, I just, what are we, gosh, we covered so many topics. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne came in. <laughs> Not really, it's Halloween, <laughs> but um, uh, he was a longtime business owner uh, on Manhattan Beach Boulevard. Um, we just talked about raising kids, we talked about uh, when struggles happen early in a business, we talked about doubting yourself, um, pushing through that, uh, so much initiative. She just, she's a woman with a huge amount of initiative and purpose and drive. And um, she used to be an oncology nurse, a pediatric oncology nurse. I mean, the stories that people have that you don't even know are there until you ask, that's what I'm so fascinated with. That's where the generational learning comes in. She's raising a 17-year-old son. I have an almost 17-year-old son. There are just so many things that we connected on. And um, she was a joy to talk to. Um, we want to do it again and cover, I don't know, just too, it, it's so strange. Like you don't even know you have things in common with people until you ask. And um, yeah, we could have sat and talked all day. So. Um, if you haven't checked out Homies, come in. Uh, the food's great. The atmosphere is amazing. Um, beer and wine, best cappuccinos. It's it's fabulous, and you can shop too. It's just the cutest sourcing of like just stuff you want in your home, hoodies, everything. So um, yeah, come in, check out Homies, and uh, what a great spot.